I am master of my own destiny. You cannot fill a cup from an empty vessel. With awareness, rebellion is born. We are all perfectly flawed. It's the empowerment that shows us how to embrace that. Are you ready to embrace your flaws? Join us. There is a seat at our table. Hello, beautiful soul. And welcome to Perfectly Flawed. I am Terry, and together with Tammy and Lauren, who's not here today, we are Perfectly Flawed. The silent partner. That's right, the silent <laughs> partner. So today we decided that since Tammy hadn't had an interview yet or hadn't run the interview yet, I interviewed Tammy, but she hasn't actually done an interview, that today would be fun to have Tammy interview me, Terry. So please come in, take a seat at our table. Grab a cuppa. That's right. <laughs> grab that cuppa and let's go. Let's hear what Tammy has to say. So I pulled one of my empathic oracle cards and we came up with adversity. No matter how deep the muck of my experience, I will continue to reach for the light. The story of the Lotus is one of overcoming obstacles and by its wisdom, it gained its petals, which opened one by one in purity unsoiled by the mud from which it came. So for empaths, for the empath, often born into challenging family situations, later attracting partners in relationship who cannot love as we need, as we need and adding experiences of day-to-day -day emotional overloading simply because of who, we, who and what we are. It soon becomes evident that adversity is a companion on our path. The muck of your emotional life is not a pleasant experience, but is it possible that you can learn from the story of the Lotus? Inner strengths can be found and developed, and there are, there may even be a realization that the mud isn't that bad when you focused on the beauty of the destination. Do not let the mug of emotional life soil the purity of the gift that you are. Has adversity weighed me down to the point of being not able to move forward? Am I allowing my inner strength to present itself? Look deep into the situation and these, is there beauty to be found in it? Be open to the unraveling and new presentations. Ask yourself if this situation needed to be in order to get you where you are going. And with that, Wow. As if she pulled a card that was speaking directly to both of With us. us. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like being thunked in the head. Thanks, Mimi. <laughs> yeah, and I definitely, I put Tammy on the spot because Tammy's going to be telling a good part of her story on Sunday. So you'll definitely want to show up for that. <laughs> so, why don't we begin and why don't you tell us some of your story? Okay, thank you, Tammy. I am Terry, and we'll start with one year ago today, I lost my mom. I don't tell you that for sympathy, 
I tell you because, as the card just said, it's an important part of the story, as she inspired actually all of us here um, and many, many, many more people. Um, when my mom was diagnosed with cancer, my real work began. About four years ago, I decided to work from home in some way so that I could be a stay-at-home mom and care for my mother, who I was afraid was going to need my full-time care. How did I know? Uh, that's either a gift or a curse, but I knew that something wasn't right with her and that she was going to need me. And it was also a blessing to me because now you take care of my child for me as well. That is so true, and he's a blessing, you know. Um, I choose blessing even though sometimes it sucks to be right because I might have missed those years if I hadn't had to take care of her, if I hadn't had to be there with her. I might have missed those those years because I might have stayed in retail mm -hmm. and I would have lost my life, as Tammy and I have often discussed. Yes. Spending all that time in these, um, you know, in, in that kind of a setting where you never know when you're getting out of work and it's hard. Um, my youngest has always been blessed because either Scott or I were home. Um, for years, I worked retail management so that my partner, Scott, could stay home with, our, with his baby girl. Um, they came to me when she was two. They had been together since she was born, and I felt like it should stay that way, at least for a while. So four years ago, it was my turn to stay home and take care of both my mom and our kiddo. And what is... Oh. Oh, so the day my mom died, not only did I lose one of my best friends, but I lost my job and I was afraid I was about to lose my house. I was exhausted, raw, hurting, and feeling blessed all at once, which of course makes no sense, but that's grief. The next day, besides needing the biggest hug in the world from Tammy, <laughs> and also you gained another little four-footed child in the house that's right at that time. i didn't even know i needed another child but uh and what, I, what was his name before I, we changed I, it i did and his name was chaos which was very apropos at that time right because we were in the middle of chaos and that was right before my mom died that he came like what two weeks before my mom yes. died i think um, and he's four-legged, by the way. So, um, the next day, besides knowing we had plans to make, I knew I had plans to make for life. There is no way to save this house, I said. It's too expensive. We will never be able to afford it. We are screwed. My brother and sister were dreading the talk where they would need to throw us out so that the house could be sold. Imagine telling your sister she's about to be homeless. Not. We are not quitters. Hell, I had to become a non-smoker to give up cigarettes because I don't quit. So, what does a girl who never even finished college but knows how to run a business or several of them very well do? Well, of course, she decides she needs to start a business from scratch with no real money to speak of but a vision and drive. Enter the walking club, which really just started out with 
Lauren, Tammy, and I, um, we had a desire to do something to change the world. <laughs> and starting with ourselves. Right, exactly. We decided to start walking. So we had the walking club. Which, and, as we were walking, we came up with more ideas and more oh, ideas. I mean, that walking club was like a, um, geez, it, it, was, it was like a women in business meeting. Yeah. Because we were constantly coming up with ideas. Um, so we, we also was born Sisters in Business Nights. And I came across, thanks to Lauren, a book called The Spiritual Entrepreneur. And what is The Spiritual Entrepreneur? The Spiritual Entrepreneur was a book, and I'm sorry to say I did not look up the gentleman's name, but I will put it in the show notes. Um, it was a book written by a gentleman, and his idea was amazing. The idea was basically that even when we're in business for ourselves, we can help other people, not just those people that don't have anything to help themselves, but also other businesses. And... Tammy, Lauren, and I knew that we had something when we knew that we could work together collectively, discuss things, and accept each other. Yeah, it's almost like we're like one person together. <laughs> yeah, with, with all those you know issues, and we all have our issues, but yet we all accept every part of each other because that's what women are supposed to do. And if we can't do it with ourselves, how are we going to put we, it out there for others? Right. How are we going to get anybody else to do it? So I needed to find a way to recreate what had vanished because the spiritual entrepreneur was just gone. The whole idea, which was amazing, was gone. I think, in my mind, his idea was very simple. It was empower people to empower more people. And how did you modernize that? Well, his idea was a really amazing, except that it was old information. You could tell just by the way the, um, what do you call those things? The, the, the little uh, address, the, e the address, I can't think of what the name, what you call those. The URL was, it just didn't look right. And it's funny because I have a way of finding things that aren't all, always still there. Uh, my, the cards that I love to read are both written by Doreen Virtue. She no longer writes cards at all. She's be changed her path and gone down a completely different path. So found objects kind of find you. <laughs> uh, yeah, lost objects kind of find me. Um, I spent several months trying desperately to put ideas together, plant seeds, and immediately gets, get results, which, as you know, isn't always the way things work. Scott started working seven days a week to cover the bills so I can build our empire. Or you'll hear the name of our empire relatively certain so soon. You see, we found something to help us get a jump start on that. And how important is it? Uh, having support of others, your significant other or friends. Yeah, that is huge. The fact that my significant other was willing to jump in and work seven days a week so that we could bring in enough money to cover the bills so that I could build the empire is huge. It's huge, especially when you work together towards that common 
goal. Exactly. Or that dream. Like with, with Tammy, um, I'll tell you the story when we get to the end, but when it came turn time for her to join, her hubby was, no problem, all in. What do you need from me? So when you really want something and you believe in it and you set your intention to create or achieve it or manifest it, clearly you do. We did. Yeah. I mean, we found what we were looking. And it really started with my youngest, with my girl. And our con- constant and continual fight for years with her nasty, naughty, messy hair that she refused to brush or lied in my mind when she sh- swore to me that she had just brushed it. It looked awful. You see, with all the natural changes we had made in the house when my mom got sick to get chemicals and bad foods out of the house, the shampoo bars are not the most gentle. So tangles are constant. My hair was almost in dreads and I was wearing a head wrap because it was falling out in clumps. And what what are some of the changes you made to make things more natural into your home? We went to a lot of natural cleaning products. We were using shampoo bars, as I just said, which dry out you terribly. We were using coconut oil for absolutely everything. Um, we had changed to Norwex, which is cleaning cloths. They're amazing. You don't need to use a lot of um, product with that, so it's that's nice. And we started eating more organic foods, which, as most of you probably know, is not an easy thing to get rid of, too. So we really needed some help. Once we got those things out and we saw what was going on with our hair, we decided that we needed some hair help and a business. So I talked again to my physician friend about the product she recommended and she told me about a little side hustle and a podcast. Now, the side hustle I wasn't all that interested in, but the podcast where I could talk and nobody could see me, well, that was interesting to me. So... Yeah, we're good at talking. Yeah, we are great <laughs> at talking, but we don't always like to be seen because we are still perfectly flawed and getting used to it. So um, she told me about the the side hustle and the podcast. The side hustle was an MLM. Ugh. She'd already joined. That showed some promise to her, but an MLM? Yeah, right. But maybe I'll listen to the podcast. And yes, I really want to buy the shampoo. But not today. You see, I could not possibly afford it right now. If you couldn't afford it, how did you get into it? Well, you see, I realized when I started looking at the plan, the compensation plan, and what was going on in my life at that moment, and I realized that I needed to create a podcast but I also needed someone to show me how to do it. So my daughter was doing some babysitting for the summer and she just happened to get the exact amount we needed to join this company as payment for babysitting. So my daughter lent me the money to join the company and jumped in and started helping me, my 12 year old daughter. So where there's a will, there's a way? There is 
always a way when there is a will. I mean, always. And so I joined the company and then I asked Lauren to join with me because, mind you, we just needed to get a little bit of help with our podcast. And um, Lauren's always great about, she loves to check out products and things like that. And when you join, well, there was the discount. So, yep, I was in because I was just, I told my husband, I have 30 days to return this if I need to. I don't have to keep it, it's okay. Um, but I, I think I wanna train with these people and they're gonna charge a lot more than $200. So I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to invest in myself. So I bought the package with the shampoo so that I could see how it worked on Catherine's hair. And I fully planned to take everything in that package and sell it at retail and never use those products on myself. But I was curious. And I thought, "Eh, I'll use a couple of the sample packs because they're not, I might have to sell those, so I'll just, I'll use a couple sample packs. Well, a couple sample packs and Tammy saying, what are you doing with your hair? And Catherine's hair looking amazing. It was an amazing, tremendous change. There was something there, right? I mean, exactly. you just, there, there just was something. To see you going from your hair always covered. Right. To letting it free and loose. Yep. And the change that I saw in your hair, because Terry does have very coarse hair that is very wavy. Yep. Sometimes very curly. <laughs> and yet, the fact of the matter is, it wasn't really the shampoo that changed my life. No. What did change your life, my love? It was the community that I found myself in. So, Lauren and I joined... I joined and then she joined with me. And Tammy was just way, way, way too busy. She already had something else she was doing and she had a full-time job. So she had absolutely no time. But knowing that she wanted to support her friend, she said, I'll just take some shampoo and I'll be your first ever very important shampoo person. So I said, awesome. Me with my thin hair. I yep. was, uh, well... Not necessarily thin, but it's fine. Yep, very fine. I was starting to um, inherit my father's little bald spot in the back of my head. Yep. And at the temples, I was thinning out. So Tammy jumped in and started using the products. And then the strangest thing happened. People started walking up to her and saying, Wow, what are you doing different? Wow, your hair looks amazing. And a little deal came through, and I convinced Tammy that she needed to call her husband right away because it was time for her to not just buy the shampoo. It's time for you to join the company. And in my husband's true fashion, he supports every crazy harebrained scheme I get. All we had to do was call him, and he said, okay, what do you need from me? Here's my credit card. And so our little shampire began. And so we have an amazing little team going that grows and grows every day. And we are helping so many people empower their lives. Now, we could have just given up and said, oh, darn, 
The book didn't go where we wanted it to. Oh, well, let's just stop. But we didn't. We don't. We're not those, <coughs> we are not those kind of women. We are not give up. Everything is figure outable, as one of the ladies in our company says. Everything is figure outable. There's always a way if there's the will. Yep, where there is a will, there's always a way. And we decided that we were going to find it. And so we are on the beginning of our journey. And it's an amazing journey yes. that just, it changes every day. But the biggest thing, I think my biggest takeaway is that the amazing women who inspired us to start this podcast also inspired us to go out there and start showing our perfectly flawed faces because who cares it didn't matter it was our message and that's important exactly and you know as I've talked before that you know what I do I'm an esthetician but it's not what's outside and it's you know it's a superficial business but at the same time if you don't have that inner beauty yeah, it's it not won't come through to the out. No, you have to work on the inner beauty. And that's what this company pushes. I mean, the, this, it's not even, you can't even, can you even call it a company really? No. It's just not. It's, it's, it's a community. <laughs> it's like we hang out in our pajamas and have calls to motivate each other. I mean. Gigantic block party. Right, exactly. Worldwide. Worldwide block party. And it's just, it's so much fun. And. We are building a shampire. I mean, from Which a I like little... It's shampoo and champagne together. Right. <laughs> I mean, what could be better? I mean, we are just building something that's amazing. The women that we are surrounded by that push us, I mean, yes. they don't take no for an answer. And seeing the change that the products have actually brought into other people's lives to make them feel so more confident and more... When you can take a cancer patient and give them a shampoo and see results, yeah, when I that's started amazing. Seeing, when I started seeing the growth at my temples, right, I was like totally shocked. And my friend's daughter who had a complete bald spot from a surgery... Mm-hmm is already seeing growth on her head. And then one day I was in the office with my boss at my full time, watching a video and the security camera for some reason that day and looking at her and then looking at the camera again at the back of my head and not seeing that spot that I had inherited from my daddy. Yep. And hitting my boss <laughs> and pointing at the camera at the same time. Yep. <laughs> and the biggest thing about the company is that we are not encouraged to go out and sell things. We are encouraged to go out and talk and get to know people and serve people. Give them a solution to their problem, not no. go sell things to them. It's not about selling things. No, it's about... It's about that change that comes about when... For instance, Jenny, who came on here before, when Jenny Wilde, who has trichotillomania, when somebody like that can say, this business changed my life. I not only got hair, I got sisters I didn't know I needed. I got a community I didn't know I needed. Mm -hmm. So much. Yeah. It's just amazing what you can get out of just a few girls talking. 
And see, we could do so much with all of us talking. Right, right. <laughs> That's why we encourage you to come out here and talk to us. Even if you're not in the same business we are, if you are just a woman looking to share her voice because she's frustrated over her children for the day because she's a stay-at-home mom and doesn't have anybody else to talk to, we love to talk to you. We love to hear from you. And I bet you, you have a story. And there's always time for us to listen to you as you can listen to us on your commute anywhere. Right. Ask us questions. Let us know what you need to hear. Yeah, pop that button and send a message to us and say, hey, I'd love for you to research this and tell me what you come up with. Maybe it's not our wheelhouse, but as we found, I thought I was going to have to recreate the wheel and build us a company from the ground up. And we found one. You and we joined a community. You found a wheel and it's a race car. Right. Yeah, exactly. We found a wheel and it's a race car. All right, folks, with that and that hysterical laughter, we are going to leave you for the day because we'll be back again on Sunday with our Mimi's Say It Sunday. So if you don't have a seat at our table, we will, we will get you one. Always room for one more. That's right. Have a great day. Come back and see us next week. Bye. Thank you so much for gracing our table with your presence today. Please don't forget to share this with your friends, family, and loved ones if you feel it will resonate with them. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and follow for updates on the next episode posting. Check out the show notes to find out our, what our handles are. Have a great day. Hello, beautiful soul. This is Tammy coming to you on Mimi's Say It Sunday from Perfectly Flawed. Brought to you by me, Terry, and Lauren, as your hosts. Today I was going to talk to you about depression. I have been dealing with it for, well, most of my life, I guess. But I didn't realize that I had it until I had my son about seven years ago, on March 19th. And about a couple months later... I felt I was losing it because I couldn't sleep. And sometimes, you know, when you're laying down in bed and you have all these thoughts and they run through your head and you can't go to sleep. Well, those thoughts came to me as just one big dark shadow after a while. And I couldn't sleep. And I couldn't function throughout the day. And it was getting harder and harder. So I went and talked to my doctor. And he had given me, a, of course, a pill, which all doctors do, but this actually did help me. Now, eventually, I would like to get off of this particular pill and be free of all of this. But that also takes a journey to discovering what and how to fix what is wrong or not necessarily wrong, but off 
in myself, which we are learning and developing and thinking about every single day as we grow. I am now 49 years old, close to 50, which is very scary for me because I don't want to leave 40. I like it. I think it's great. But back to my depression. It's very mild. There are some days that are very, very difficult. I cannot get myself together, let alone try to function, which is not easy when you have a small child that you have to keep alive and take care of and a home and jobs and all different kinds of things in your life. I am lucky that my depression is very mild. For some people, it is very, very debilitating for them. There are days that I have to fight through and keep going or else I won't even get out of bed at all. But there are times that life is pretty damn awesome. So what I need to do is just keep thinking about that and fight and struggle and move on with my day. I've also learned that self-care actually helps a lot with this. Um, taking time out for yourself, even if it's a small thing like getting a manicure or even doing your hair, getting dressed, and just putting on the brave face and going out and armoring up and fighting that day. It's not that I don't cry or it's not that I don't have any issues or, you know, so I guess it's called functioning depression where you actually just go out and do life every day. And it doesn't always get me. Some days I am out there every single day, gung-ho, running through it all, knowing that, you know, there's a big wall, I'm going to hit it <laughs> eventually. Could be weeks, could be days, could be months. But you push through that day, and on the other side of it is another day to get up, to get out, to be awesome. As I said, I am very lucky that my depression is very mild. For some people, it's very hard and very debilitating. They are physically hurting, which people don't see. So they just think, oh, depression, whatever. It's nothing. You don't even know. You're just being a, well, you're being a wuss and, you know, oh, poor you, poor you. Well, no. There are things out there that people really can't see that are happening to an individual. Sometimes the depression is so bad for someone that they actually can't get out of bed. They are physically hurting. It's not, oh, I'm just tired. It is like super exhaustion and every bit of life have been, has been drained out of you. And just to move, just to even get up to get something to drink or something to eat is a monumental physical task. And those are the people that just need a little bit of extra care, a little bit of extra love. You've got to give, help them out. If depression is somebody, with someone that you love, 
give them some understanding. I am thankful and grateful that I have a husband who is so fantastic, who understands when I don't do laundry for two weeks or <laughs> or even try to cook or other different things around the house. He just knows that and I'll get to it when I can. Or if not, he helps me out. And I wish upon everybody everything that I have because it's so wonderful having a significant other that can be that be that's there for you if even if it's a friend or you know a parent a family member a husband wife girlfriend boyfriend whatever you know if they can't support you and they don't understand it then they either need to learn how to uh, understand you or maybe that's not the right relationship for you. I'm, like I said, very lucky. Unfortunately, I feel horrible, which makes the depression worse sometimes because I have a young child who's not, you know, he understands, but he doesn't quite understand what's wrong with mommy. And it's not his fault. And he tries very hard to help me out. And there are days that if I did not have him, that I wouldn't be functioning whatsoever. He helps me push through. He helps me get, get up, get dressed. Because I know I have to take care of this small human. But then at the same time, he throws me for a loop and says something crazy funny. And it just pushes me through. I guess I have been dealing with this depression for all of my life, but I didn't really know it. I just thought it was um, just me being me. <coughs> but depression always isn't when you're just sitting there sad and, oh, I can't move or I'm tired or whatever. It's not those, it's not always those type of symptoms either. It's uh, radical mood swings sometimes. It's where people just, you know, I've, it's been put down to family temper where I'll just blow up and get it over with. And, you know, just every day something will blah, you know, and apparently those are signs. There's a lot of different signs that, uh, depression has. I'm not a doctor, but I have seen and talked to other people and, you know, had some of these things myself. So, yeah, it is true. It is real. It is something that is out there. You know, you can't always see what's wrong with someone. So just a little bit more care, a little bit more understanding. Give them a reason to go through the day. Hey, you know what? You look great today. Hey, is there something that we can do? How would you like to go out for coffee? Or, hey, why don't you just go lay down, take a nap, and I'll see you in a little while. Little things like that are what can help someone push through it. And just caring. And that's pretty much what we should do every day for everyone. 
even if they don't have something like depression or a physical ailment. Can't we just push each other to do better, to help each other succeed, and just, you know, be there for them? You know, many years I just wasn't sure. I just thought, like I said, I was crazy. In a good way, crazy. <coughs> you know, fun crazy, uh, as a, one of my best friends described me, a free spirit. But then, shortly after I had my child, you know, postpartum, that kind of thing, people, uh, we were talking, like I said, I went to my doctor, and like, there's my friend Michelle had passed away at the time, and so much just was going haywire. So, like I said, I've got a particular drug that I am taking for it, prescription, um, but I would like to eventually get off of this drug. I don't want to be on this for the rest of my life but it does help me get through day to day. And that's the hard part, trying to get back to some type of normalcy, which I have never been normal in my entire life, which I don't mind so much. I like being me. I am pretty dynamic, pretty exciting. But the thing is, is I won't let this get me and I hope what I'm saying today to you guys is that there is somebody there for you. I'll be here for you if you need me. Talk to me, send some messages to, to my Facebook. Um, of course, Perfectly Flawed. Give us some comments and take, you know, take, let us know what you need. Or find somebody who will take you out for coffee or go out for coffee or just do something. Go for a hike, something that will push you through. It is not worth ending your life because I know many who have. And you know what? You are a beautiful soul. We need you in this life. There's something in your struggle, in your life, that is making it worth it to be here. There is a reason. There's always a reason that you are here on this planet. And like, um, I guess, like I said, growing up, I have always, I guess I always had this. And I didn't realize my father was an alcoholic most of my life. But it just dawned on me certain, you know, recently that maybe his alcoholism was him trying to battle his depression. Because the time that my father grew up, nobody dealt with those things. You just put them aside and they don't exist. You know, so there are, over the years, I just, and more so recently, have become spiritually aware of different things. And as I was driving one day to Terry's house, it just kind of hit me. I wonder if that's why my father was drinking, to help him with his depression. Maybe not all alcoholics are alcoholics. Maybe they're just depressed. Maybe all drug addicts are not all, you know, not a drug addict. Maybe it's a depressed person trying to get themselves through the day. I don't know if anything I am saying is going to help someone. 
but there's a small part of me hoping that it will. I, throughout the years, have just thought that, oh, it's just me, being crazy, whatever. But then after I had my child and realized that, you know, there is something there, it was nice to know that it wasn't just me being crazy, that there is a reason for it, some type of imbalance or something that I needed to deal with. Like I said, it's not super horrible. I've guessed what they would call it is moderate to mild to moderate depression. I guess if you want to put a name on it, but some people are super, super depressed and these things it's a lot of the times it could be a chemical imbalance in your body. Sometimes it's just, you know, <laughs> Hey, as Lady Gaga says, you were born that way. But I don't know how much more to say about it other than that just help them, help them. They don't need to kill themselves. You don't need to kill yourself. You need to find some way to get through your depression, to push through it, to be able to move on and keep stay there with every moment of the day. It is a beautiful world out there and you are so worth it and you need to just go with it. Life is a beautiful thing. There is beauty out there. You need to just look at it. Find that beautiful sunset, find the beautiful sunrise. Every little thing, look at a stone, pick it up, hold it in your hand and just think about it. Think about what that stone has been through in its life. Is it jagged? Is it smooth? What forces caused it to be so smooth? What bent it, moved it, shaped it to be that way? And with that, I will thank you for taking a seat at our table. Join us on Tuesday with Terry and she will have another wonderful episode for you. And hey, Always bring that cuppa with you and we will be here and please talk to us. Ask us questions, anything you need. Love you. Bye. Hello, beautiful soul. And welcome to Mimi's Say It Sunday with Perfectly Flawed. I am your host today, Tammy, along with Lauren and Terry. We'd like you to come on in, pull up a chair, and have a seat with us, and let's chat for a while. Uh, first off, I'd like to start with uh, my oracle cards, and they are called the Empathic Oracle, and I just kind of like them. I love the illustrations, that type of thing, but we did a quick one-part card pull, and it's pretty funny because the card actually is about what, or is somewhat related to, the topic that I chose for today. Um, I have to tell you that it took me all week, and I was struggling to find a topic to talk to you about with Mimi Say It Sunday. Um, so, and all of a sudden today, this morning... I saw this thing. I was quickly looking through Pinterest 
maybe something would spark for me. And I saw this thing and it came up as a saying and part of it was go and fuck yourself. So I thought, holy crap, here it is. This is the topic. I need to talk about unfucking yourself. I am sorry if you are a little disturbed by the language, but it's your choice. You can come or go, and that's the world. But Terry, Lauren, and I are very real ladies, and we're just going to let you have it. So the card that was chosen is called Gates. Today I choose to choose. In this, I will begin to learn the dynamic of the energetic content of the presence to growth in choice. So many times as an empath, two different pardon me, possibilities collide. The rambling of your thoughts, the experience of what your feelings are, and then the energy that presents itself from within or from without of self. An experimental experimental crossroad that is very real and at times with no clear answer because the overload of information. This is where the gates gate derives its power. The duality of choice, step into or freeze in fear of mistake. A real gift awaits on the other side, the place of energetic learning and strength that is gathered from choosing to climb and move up and forward into the gift of who you are. Am I freezing in an activity because I feel there is no clear direction of where to go or what to do? Know this, there is no wrong choice. There is only opportunities waiting to be experienced. Each choice will bring you closer to your authentic expression of who you are. And with that, <clears throat> I will go into our discussion. Um, actually, I have to say that that card seems like the universe threw it at us for a reason. Because it pretty much um, correlates with what we are going to talk about. Um, so, as I said, I was looking through and I found... The quote that said, unfuck yourself. And I just, it kind of like hit me like a stone, you know, in the head, to the head, like, hello, here it is. So I thought, great, this is what we're going to do. Um, believe it or not, there is actually a book called Unfuck Yourself. Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life by Gary John Bishop. I have not read this book yet. I am truly intrigued by it, and I think I just may decide I need to have this book. Actually, I will decide I need this book. Um, so, from it, I would like to discuss seven lessons from the book Unfuck Yourself. And help you expand on it maybe a little bit. 
Um, the language used to, well, okay. Number one, the language you use to describe your circumstances determines how you see, experience, and participate in those circumstances. Meaning, if you think to yourself, oh, worst day ever. I can't believe this. Oh my God. Oh my God. What am I going to do? This happened. This happened. This happened. This happened. Everything's going wrong. I can't do anything right today. Well, yeah, you're going to be having a crappy day. Or even, if you do this often, a crappy life. But there is hope, my dear, because if you think to yourself, well, you know, my car wouldn't start this morning, but I had a really awesome friend who came in right to my rescue and drove me to work. Gosh, I'm really blessed with this. Oh, darn, I forgot my lunch at work. There's always an opportunity to change your thinking and pull it into something positive. As Terry likes to say, raise the, raise the vibe. Raise your vibe. Put that up as high as you can go, and it will spread out to others. Our vibes, our energies, get that light going. We need more light in this world. And we can combat all the darkness in it. So, one of my experiences in my life, and I'm glad I learned this particular lesson early. Because some people go through life and it seems, you know, they go with the darkness. And and then too late, they learn learn a lesson. My mom passed away when I was nine years old. It was a car accident. And... Thankfully, it only took me a few months instead of years and years to realize that the girl that caused the accident did not need my extra garbage thrown onto her. She did not need me to blame her for the death of my mom. Because this poor lady had to deal with for the rest of her life that she killed someone, let alone it was a mother of three children. She did not need my grief. She did not need my hate. She did not need any of that. Instead, I chose to forgive her because, yes, unfortunately, it did involve a death, but it also is not my, you know, not my place. She's got to deal with that for the rest of her life. And to add that onto her and to have that living in my headspace for the rest of my life, not a great idea. And as I said, I was nine. So I was pretty intru- I was pretty amazed that I learned that lesson very early. I don't know how. Maybe it was my mother helping me. And, you know, when people pass on, I always feel as though they've gone on to help us in a different way. They've done what they needed to do here in this lifetime, and they've moved on. But their hand is always in in there guiding us. So here it is. It was a very tragic, horrible thing. And we were all hurting in pain, but at the same time, I was a very lucky little girl.
I had so many people that loved and cared for me. My siblings, and aunts, uncles, my father, grandparents. I was very, very lucky. And I learned to move on. But there are every little piece of your life falls in to make a stained glass window at the end of your life. I had a customer tell me this one time. This is just a small piece of the stained glass window of your life. And I thought that was like the most amazing saying. Because if you think about it, every little thing makes that intricate detail of your life. Isn't that the most amazing thing? How you've created yourself? So, do you want that stained glass window of who you are to be dirtied up with mud and dirt and darkness? Or do you want to bring in light and love? Forgiveness. And the ability to move on and bring yourself around. Lesson number two from the book. The conclusions that you have come to believe about your life determines the quality of the life you have. Which I think I just touched on some of that in uh, my last last, uh, discussion here. About lesson number one. But let's think about it. Do you dwell and live in the negative? You know, is that every single time? My life sucks, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, that sucks. Everybody hates me, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Get over it. I know, easier said than done. But you know what? You need to basically... Give yourself freedom to change. Think about what your blessings are. Blessings and lessons are a part of life. And every single moment of your life happens to be a blessing and a lesson. Think about what it has taught you. Think about where you have come, where you will go. And maybe that will guide you into... Being a more, I don't want to say grateful per se, but a more aware of one's blessings. You know, they say count your blessings. And you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But yeah, count those blessings because those blessings give you an insight. And without the darkness to turn into a light, you would never be grateful for those beautiful souls around you and those beautiful moments that you have. The quality of your thoughts that you have about your life determines your level of happiness. Think about that. If you're mired down in muck and mud and wallowing in the darkness Where's your light? How can you find the light? Well, (laughs) funny enough, 
Look for the silver lining, my love. It is there. You can find it. As I said, check those blessings. Think about it to yourself. Turn around. Look at yourself in a mirror. See that mirror in front of you? Look at you. What are you talented at? Are you a loving person? How would your friends describe you? See yourself through the eyes of the others who are around you, who uplift you and push you through your day. How do you fight for your life? What kind of warrior are you? Yes, women are warriors. We are goddess warriors. We can fight and change. And that's the most beautiful thing about us. Turn your thoughts to a positive. And number four, are you, you are defined by what you do, not by what you think. Act in a way that is your own best interest, not by what you think or feel. So basically, you want to take a look and go, Ugh, do I want to stay here or do I want to move on? Do I want to be drawn down into the muck and mire or do I want to take myself into a better place? I can change myself. My actions can push me into the light and bring me into an enormously wonderful place. So I think that is just a self-explanatory lesson. Number five, our biggest successes are born out of discomfort, uncertainty, risk. And this is the place where new things happen. Um, I.E., I guess you could say, move out of your comfort zone, sweetheart. Baby steps if you have to. Do it. You can do this. Small little things, small little steps help you grow, help you learn. We are all learning. To me, I've always thought about it as every day is a chance to learn something. Maybe it's a chance to, hey, you know what? I learned I don't want to do that again. Or it's just like, hey, you know what? I didn't know that. I'm going to do that again. That sounds really cool. Or, wow, yeah, that didn't work out so well. But growth and change are actually not as bad. A lot of people are scared of change, especially. Change is and can be a most wonderful thing. Like I said, baby step sister, you can do it. Stretch out and you can grow and become something amazing. Well, actually you already are something amazing. But this will catapult you into a new higher level of vibration and let's raise that vibration my loves and number six have no expectations expect nothing accept everything 
Come to the term with life's unpredictability and engage in your circumstances for what they are. So, hey, you know what? You're driving down the road. Crap. Out of nowhere. Unexpected flat tire. Well, are you alive? That's a good thing because nothing bad happened. Other than, eh, we got a flat tire. You don't know how to change it. Huh. Well, most everybody has a phone nowadays, so you can either Google how to do it, or there's AAA or whatever. But there is always a lesson in everything. That unpredictability to move and accept the bumps and lumps and downward roller coaster ride into that upswing is what makes us as flexible as a bamboo reed. We can always, always, always be flexible and move. Bend and sway to the force of the winds and you will be sculpted into the most wonderful thing of all. A beautiful, more well-toned or well-honed version of yourself. Have you, number seven, you have the life you are willing or unwilling to put up with. Ask yourself, are you willing to walk around 30 pounds overweight? Are you willing to live a life in debt? Are you willing to waste your life away in a dead-end job for thirty for the next 30 years? No? Free will, baby. Go out there. Change it. What are you willing to live with? What are you unwilling to live with? What do you really want to put up with? Do you want to put up with being stuck in an unhappy relationship? Do you want to be stuck being depressed? Do you want to be stuck being heavy? Are you happy being heavy? Or I should say over a little bit of overweight. You know what? Don't hate yourself. It's not your it's not the end of the world. You are who you are and by looking at yourself and saying, what am I willing to put up with and what am I unwilling to put up with? I think that is the most profound question to ask oneself. You know what? I was just thinking to myself right now, grab a pen and paper, write down. Pros and cons, baby. Pros and cons. Check it out. See if that is where you want to be. And, you know... What do you need to do? You must, let's see. Oh, uh, here's a little excerpt here uh, from the person who actually, from a person who read this book and got these seven lessons from. The second point stood out to me in this book was, you have the life you are willing or unwilling to put up with. I closed the book and started to ask myself some questions in my weak areas like, you must be willing to put up with blank because you are not doing shit about it. You must be willing to miss out on blank because you haven't done anything about that either. Stating these phrases made things black and white. It helped me 
the reader, see that the life I have is what I am willing or unwilling to put up with, and I am in control of what I accept or don't accept in my life. So, as my one of my cousins likes to say, choices, choices. You have choices to put up with what you're unwilling to, and choices to put up with what you're willing to live with. Um, hey, you know what? Go on, fuck yourself. Thank you for coming and sitting with us at our table, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Join us on Tuesday for our next podcast. I'm sure Terry has something amazing cooked up for us. Thank you, loves, and have a blessed day, my beautiful spirit. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Perfectly Flawed and Mimi's Say It Sunday. I'm your host, Tammy, and along with Lauren and Terry, we are glad to have you come sit with us today and have a little chat. As you know, if you've listened to us before, and if not, uh, Terry and I usually like to pull a card from our Oracle cards and give a quick reading, because normally they seem to uh, throw in with what we are talking about in our discussion. Well, funny enough, last night my family and I were having a family game night, and we had ordered Chinese food and set up the Elvis Monopoly. Of course, my son kicked our butt. And, okay, I always lose at Monopoly. So the husband won, the king came in second, and I was way behind. But no big, because I'm not really competitive either a lot of the time. Um, But in my fortune cookie, I had a fortune that just kind of smacked me in the head and said, Hey, this goes along with what you're talking about. Our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. And basically, what I wanted to talk about today was how we as women have this indomitable fire that seems to live inside us. Sometimes it's just an ember that needs to be fanned into a flame. Other times, it's a full-blown rager. And like a phoenix, we rise again and again and again. No matter what it is, whether we are doing it by ourselves, or have our sisters around us, or if you need to have some sisters around you to help you rise again, Terry and Lauren and I are here for you. Let us know. We are always open to talk and hear you and listen to you. We want to be there for our fellow sisters. We want to help you push yourself to the next level. We want you to just be as amazing as we know you are. Because we females have such an incredible fire in our souls. You will stumble, you will fall, you will have the worst day of your life. But yet again, here we are ready to fight the next day. A warrior. A phoenix. A mother, a crone, 
a maiden. Healers. Empath. And just that sweet soul that needs a hug every once in a while. Some days you're going to have a really crappy day. But thankfully, you've got that sister there. For me, it's Terry and Lauren. And several others that I can mention, but I won't because uh, they have not given me permission to not mention their names. And But you all know who you are, and you are my sisters. And I love you dearly. We are lucky. I am lucky. I have had two moms. One that gave birth to me, who passed away when I was nine, as you've heard before if you've listened to us. And then I had this woman pop into my life when I was about 14, while my grandmother was raising me. And my father was living, my grandmother, or my father and I were living with my grandparents. Um, as you know, as I spoke of before, my dad had a issue with alcohol. Um, but then he met my stepmom, who I consider an most amazing, incredible woman. Because not only did she decide to be with this man, who she didn't know at the time had an issue, but she stuck with him even after she found that out. She also took his children in as she were her very own children. She had a one son of her own, and then she took in my older brother and older sister and I to be children of her heart. And that's pretty amazing because whether you can give birth to a child or you're just a, I don't know, it's, I don't want to make it sound any less because it's not a uh, pitch hit mom. There are many, many women out there. I've been very lucky to have a lot of women that I can think of as a mother figure. And even if you cannot have a child of your own, you are there in somebody's life to be a mother figure or mother type person to them. And you mean so much to them and you have absolutely no idea. But hopefully one day you will. A friend of ours, unfortunately, she could not have kids. But she married a man who had a young boy who she has helped raise into a very wonderful young man who is polite and kind and sweet. And I'm not going to tell you anything about his mom, but his mom really hasn't been in his life. But this person just stepped in and took over being his mom. And I believe that that was her duty or her role in life, I guess, was given to her to be the mother of this child who needed the beautiful soul that she is to be his mom. And this woman, I tell you, she gives you hugs that put your heart and soul back together if you're cracked and falling apart. Just the warmth and energy that come from, comes from her is just incredibly amazing. So, I guess I read a saying earlier today, which I thought was really cool, is visualize your higher self 
and start showing up as her. Isn't that awesome? I thought it was pretty cool. Because if your flame is a little low and you're down to just a spark, start visualizing that warrior, that queen, that beautiful fiery soul, spirit, light, energy that we are as women. Dang it, we create life. And after we expel that life from our bodies, we feed it and nurture it. And even if you're unable to create that life within your body, you are able to give part of your soul to another person and give them, nourish their soul and nourish their spirit into a wonderful, beautiful human being. How amazing are you that you can do that? We are the light and the love of the world. We give and give. And some of us give too much. So as we've talked about before, uh, yeah, you need to do a little bit of self-love as well. You need to nurture the inner self to keep that fire burning. As I said, sometimes it's embers. Sometimes you just need to step back and give yourself a little bit of care. Brace yourself from the winds and let that ember start glowing and getting brighter and brighter until you have a glowing fire from which that phoenix of your heart can rise. Now, I have to say, again, speaking about my stepmom, which I hate using that word stepmom. It does, doesn't do the justice for her of who and what she has done for me in my life and my siblings as well. I also have a half-sister who is pretty awesome. I love her. She's also been my encouragement through many times as well. But back to my stepmom. Mom. Um... I'm not a liberty to tell you about her life because that's her story, not mine. But she's been thrown down time and time again. She's been at the worst, lowest parts of her life. But she still rose up again to fight. To be able to take care of her son that she had with her first husband. And stepped through it with her, with him over and over to raise him to be a man and to a certain point of life and then she took over at this point in time three other children and then had another child who was a pretty fun kid there are times that I wanted to strangle that kid because as a teenager, when your baby sister gets into your stuff, you know it's, Mom, the baby's in my stuff again. And we had a lot of those round and round, but you know what? I'd never, ever give up the memories and the love and the wonderfulness that I had with those ladies. I am very lucky to have so many strong women in my life. And if it wasn't for a few of them, I could have been a foster kid. 
which there are many people out there who are good for those children and some of them are not. But I also work with a wonderful lady. Well, we don't work together, but I help and don't by donating things to her to help children who are foster children because for the grace of God, there go I. At one point in my life, I could have been a foster child, but I wasn't because I had my aunt and my grandmother after my mother passed away and then until my father met my stepmom. Those women cared for me and made sure I had what I needed. My aunt made sure that, you know, if I had a dress for a dance, she lived an hour away from us, but she would always make sure that there was time to come and fix my dress or to do my hair or to make me look beautiful for that night. And without that, you know, some girls have nothing. So maybe our job as women, whether we can or cannot have a child, is to find that lost soul and give her a little bit of our fire to help her keep going and to have create her own fire in her own heart and fan it to make her the beautiful living phoenix warrior goddess that she is. We are healers, we are mothers, we are friends, we are lovers, we are the most wonderful things in a world that is harsh and will punch you in the face at any given time for just waking up we fight back every single day sometimes you just think and look in the mirror and go what the heck is wrong with me why do I keep doing this why do I even bother well why do you bother because why why let them have it why let them take it well away from you you shouldn't keep it fight for it scratch for it we have a light in our souls that no one can take away from us no matter how hard or how bad your life is there is no reason to let someone else take it away from you you can fight and fight and fight and raise up to that wonderful self that you know you are. Again, visualize your higher self and start showing up as her. They will not ever get you down. You are a beautiful, amazing, talented person. Think of all the blessings in your life. Think of your talents. Think about what you did yesterday. That small act of kindness and how much that made someone else's fire glow a little bit brighter because you showed them kindness. You showed them love. You gave a part of yourself which we as women do more and more every day. Here's a piece of this. Here's a piece of here. Here's a piece here. Let me take care of you. Let me take care of you. We are mother, mid, you know, mother, goddess, crones, maidens. We do it all. We have, a lot of us have more than one job. 
or a nine to five that sucks the life out of us, but we are fighting and scratching just to take care of our family. And we do it day in and day out. Think about that. Every day you just keep going. Good for you, girl. You got this. You can push it as far as you want. Because we have no limits. Your only limit is what you limit yourself to. We women are pretty freaking awesome. Don't get me wrong. Men are awesome too. But as we're working in this particular thing, Terry and Laura and I, we are about empowering our other sisters to help each other through the hard times and be your cheerleader in the in those times as well as being happy for you in the good times. That's what a true sister, a true friend is. We're not only just blood sisters, but we are sisters of spirit and of heart. And to uplift another sister, as the saying goes, fix, fix another's crown and don't let her know that it was crooked. That's what we are here to do for each other. You know what? I'm sorry, sister. You had a hard day. You know, I have to say, Terry is one of those crazy ladies who knows what it's like, who's been there before. And I will work 10 hour a day, come home or come to her house to pick up my child that she's taking care of for me, which I am so very grateful for, her and her family. And she says, here, here's dinner. And I tell you, I just want to give her a huge kiss because it takes so much off my mind to be able to help myself, help me take care of my son when it's just my son and I and my husband's off doing his bowling, which he deserves to do. He does it two times a week and it's something for himself. And just like us girls, those boys do need their, um, I don't know. They need to have their, you know, time off too. Not in excess, like some. I am very lucky that I am got an amazing partner. And I wish upon every woman her version, her own version, of what I have. And because I am very lucky, not only do I have some beautiful women friends that are right there, and women sisters, blood or spirit, I have a wonderful mate and a fantastic young man in our lives that just makes everything worth it. And I wish upon you all your version of the happiness that I am lucky to have. It's not all champagne and roses, baby. We scratch and fight just to keep our house or our cars running. But you know what? There's always another day. We were able to pick it up and start again. And how I just, it's incredible. The human spirit, like I said, not just us females. I mean, we are pretty amazing. And I will say, without us, this world would not run. Because who would do the dishes like we do? And who would clean the laundry? And who would clean the house? And who would... But you know what? It's not all just cleaning and all that stuff. It's the 
nurturing, guiding that we do. The men are our hunters. They are the hunters. They go out. They, you know, fight, fight their warrior jobs. But we are the ones that nurture and care and show the love and guidance. We are the women, we women teach our sons and daughters love and care, a gentle touch, but also we teach them the inner strength that is indomitable, that will not die. As I said, it can be an ember, but that ember is still there. Sometimes you have to protect it from the winds of life and go in and, re and create a little bit of self-care for yourself. And that's okay. Do it. Take care of yourself, sister. Because we are an incredible, amazing power. Look at how talented you are. What is it that you do in your life not just your job, not you know, not all that other stuff. What do you do that makes you happy? Is it cooking, sewing? Do you like to crochet or do beadwork or paint? Isn't that the most amazing thing that you can do? And to have somebody else go, hey, look at your talent. That's amazing. That's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And, you know, I think that's pretty cool, too. Because I have to say, I'm very lucky that I have a lot of different talents. One talent I always wished I could have was painting. But I've never been good at that. What's in my head does not come out my hand. But I was able to find something that encouraged me into that. It's called makeup. <laughs> I am able to create works of art on another living on a living canvas and turn that canvas into the mirror and show them how beautiful their inside is by just as I like to say you but improved I want to bring out they're a little bit of beauty like I said I've seen some beautiful women who are truly ugly inside but there's just, if you have that inner beauty, it will show through and you just, I don't need to slap on tons and tons of makeup onto somebody to make them beautiful. You are already beautiful. You have that in your heart. But what I like to do is with my, when I use my talent to do makeup on someone is that it shines through to bring out their inner self and to make them feel good about themselves. I like to call my aha moment. Aha! That's why I do this. I'm creating a living piece of art. I am enhancing a living piece of art to show her how magnificent she is. Isn't that great? What can you do for your fellow female? One thing that I've actually tried to do lately is, in the last 
few years or so. Not just women, but, you know, people in general, men and women. It's just pick out one thing about somebody. I am in, I do a lot of customer service. So I see a lot of people every day. And sometimes I'll just look at somebody and go, hey, that color of that shirt or that blouse that you're wearing is beautiful on you. That color is just, it makes your complexion look fabulous. And then you've given that person a little bit of spark for the rest of the day to pass that kindness on to someone else. You're pretty cool when you do that. Isn't that awesome? Pick out one thing about everybody. Just try to sit there. Even if you don't want to say something to someone, do it in your head. Then eventually, you'll start looking at someone going, Hey, I love that necklace. It's beautiful on you. Or that ring that you're wearing is exquisite. It actually just super, it sounds so superficial, but it does give them that glow. It makes them feel good about themselves. And how bad can that be if you make somebody good feel good about themselves? You know, you shouldn't have to, you know, body image and all these things are sitting, you know, especially with our young girls nowadays, just compliment somebody. Hey, you know what? You look fantastic today. I love your smile. Something simple, something so easy that we forget about. Day to day when we're rushing around and just blah, blah, blah. I get out of a meeting late and oh my God, I'm going to go get the kids and blah, 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 blah. And the person's rushing around like that and you look at them and go, hey, that's a lovely scarf you had. You just brightened that lady's day immensely. Or, I know it's very taboo and I shouldn't do it, especially in the customer service industry. But there's been at least once or twice a customer that I've just hugged. I've looked at her and said, hold on, wait right there. And I've gone around the counter, hugged that person, and it turned their whole day around and made them happier. So, sister... Go out there, find that fire, look at yourself. You are freaking amazing. Don't ever count yourself as less than you think you are because you're not. You are the most incredible thing. You're beautiful, you're talented, and you have fire. Use that fire, be that phoenix. And thank you for joining us in it Perfectly Flawed. Uh, We will see you on Tuesday when Terry drops something good. We may have a guest. We may not. Who knows what we're going to do. Spin the wheel. We're always have fun. Thank you for joining us. And next, join us next time with your cuppa and have a seat at our table. There's always room for one more. Hey, and this is Tammy and Damien. We are adding our little voices to the Earth Day podcast with Terry and hopefully a couple other people in here. Um, for we do recycling, and I turn in, I take loads of scrap metal to the junkyard and get money for it. But Damien and I have another way that kind of helps the planet. And Damien, what is it? We will meditate to raise the energy. And raise the vibes. 
so we can have a more peaceful world and work together with others and spread good, pleasant energy to ourselves and to others. Do you but, have anything to say, Damien? Well, yesterday Miss Terry told me if if you do recycling, it'll still end up in turtles are dying from plastic straws. I know the they fall out of the garbage truck and then it gets stuck in the ocean. And it gets blown away and everything like that. So, but back to the meditation. What do you feel when you do the meditation? We did a meditation last week with a group of us at Miss Terry's house. And how was that? I felt a lot of energy. It was so, it was so amazing. And how did you feel after that? I felt so good. And it felt nice and renewing. And we could feel, could you feel the energy coming from the other people as well as just yourself? Yes. And it was really a lot of fun, huh? Yeah, a lot. And we're coming up on another one. We're going to do one next Friday, I believe. We haven't really worked out the details yet, but Terry and I have been working on it. And we do believe that this coming Friday would be another one. And we hope to see a lot of people there. And Mr. Damien will be there as well because he likes joining us with these things, don't you? Yeah. It's good to raise the Also, I, I get the bigger mat so I can sleep all day like this. So I can, so I can meditate so, on my back or sleep like... <laughs> um, Just so, kidding. I don't snore at all. <laughs> Just then, what, what else... Tell me, what do you think? Of, how do you feel about the meditations? What do you think about them? Hmm. No, Do they? Is it? Does it help you relax and center yourself more? Maybe you should tell our listeners how old you are. I am seven. And you sat there with myself, Miss Terry, and a couple of other ladies that we had with us, and you meditated for the whole time with us for 15 minutes. How amazing is that? This kid, who has loads and loads of energy, as Terry, because she's kind enough to watch him for me when I'm doing other things and I need to get my work done. He is running around wild and crazy. When he was a child, I think he took about five steps of walking and the rest has been running since then. He just goes and goes and goes. But he sat there and meditated for 15 minutes with us ladies. We had wonderful vibes going. We had Terry's selenite wand and a wonderful meditation by Abraham Hicks. And we also had some one beautiful sage that came from out west <coughs> that Terry had burned for us. And it was just a really nice evening. We also had some essential oils provided by our guests to help center and focus us as well. And yeah. how, did you like those? Yeah. You like the sage, don't you? Yeah. Sage is awesome. That's Damien's favorite thing. Is I smelled I smelled like sage for two days. Yeah. He likes it. He likes to Damien likes to bathe in the sage. He actually bathes himself in it. And that's actually not so bad because it actually cleanses you. 
in spirit. And sage is a beautiful, beautiful thing. I love the scent of it. And it just makes you feel... Brings you into the... Zen. <laughs> Zen. Very good word, bud. So, we're going to leave you. And I hope that you have a great day. A great evening. And come and join us later.